je m'appelle Nicole, and this is the La Fille de Dieu podcast. No, I'm not French, I just like the way it sounds. I'm an aspiring fashion designer who often struggles with feelings of self-doubt, unworthiness, and fear. I promise this isn't a self-loathing podcast. No, my goal is to share my and other stories on how to overcome these feelings with spiritual weapons. Each week, I'll be chatting with other creatives who have learned or are learning to persevere in their walk with God. Etu prêt? All right, let's get into the interview. Good morning and happy Monday. I'm excited to be back and on time. <laughs> um, so this week, um, well, this is episode 10 of La Fille de Du podcast. I got to like keep the same format, I guess, um, just for, for unity's sake. Um, yeah, I, I wanted to talk about daring. Um, and this was like a point from the lesson um, on yesterday um, from, from service. And it was talking about like old man strength. That was like the point. Um, one of the points was like daring, like having old men strength is, is being daring. So what is daring? Uh, daring, um, it's defined, um, of a person or action is to be adventurous or audaciously bold. And the word audacious is um, showing a willingness to take surprisingly bold risks. Um, so when I think of daring, I just think of bold um, willingness to, to take risks and, and not do so like with apprehension or fear. Um, but you're like, you're gun ho for it. You're like, okay, let's do it. Um, let's make it happen, you know? Um, and so, uh, the scripture that was used yesterday was Mark, um, chapter 10 verses 32 through 34. Um, and it says they were on their way to Jerusalem with Jesus leading the way and the disciples were astonished while those who followed were afraid. Again, he took the 12 aside and told them what was going to happen to him. We are going up to Jerusalem, he said, and the son of man will be delivered over to the chief priests and the teachers of the law. They will condemn him to death and will hand him over to the Gentiles who will mock him and spit on him, flog him and kill him. Three days later, he will rise. So Jesus is like, this is like the third time, you know, in, in the book of Mark. This is the third time he has told his disciples, like, look, I'm going to die, you know, and and they're walking, they're, they're traveling to Jerusalem at this time. So they're seeing that they're getting closer and closer and closer to Jesus's like death, basically. But Jesus, he was like resolved. He, he was resolved going to the cross, knowing what he would have to endure. Um, and he was able to do so because he focused in on God. And the, the disciples, they were astonished. They were like, you know, what in the world? You know, like, this is crazy, you know, and the people who followed him were afraid. So it's like, we can either be resolved in what God has for our lives, um, his will and purpose for our lives, or we can be afraid. Um, so when I think of daring, I think of ambition, I think of drive and determination, um, and, and the like. And 
in and of themselves, these things aren't bad. Um, I think like they, like God created everything. And so I, I see these as God's creation. Um, but what turns them, what shifts them into something that is bad or you is negative in a way, um, is the why, like, why are you determined? Why are you driven? Why are you ambitious? And if we're, if our why is not like good, like rooted in something good. And I mean, like something outside of just yourself, it's not focused on you, but you're actually going after helping others, then, um, that's what kind of takes them into and makes them more like negative qualities as opposed to positive qualities. Um, so about a year ago, um, I would have never like started uh, a podcast or a YouTube series about like designing a collection. Like I was a com- in a completely different space, like mentally and just with respect to, you know, the word daring you know, being bold. Um, and I I think of Romans 12, uh, verse two, this is like my go-to scripture because I battle a lot with my thoughts. Um, it says, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is his good, pleasing and perfect will. And so in this scripture, it's like, it says, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So transformation does not precede renewing your mind. It actually follows it. So you have to renew your mind first. Um, and just personally, my mind was like in a completely different place a year ago. Like I was constantly in like this loop of doubt, of faithlessness, of just fear Um, And it just, I didn't, I was just stuck in it constantly. Um, And it prevented me from really progressing. It prevented me from being daring, from being audaciously bold. Um, But when I started making changes, uh, like I was just like, at at some point you just got to be fed up. You know, I'm just like, okay, I'm tired of doing the same thing. I'm tired of getting the same results. This is boring. This isn't yielding anything. It's making me feel worse about my life. So I'm just going to change it. And so when I started to make changes, um, it it started in my thinking, how I thought about things, what I thought about um, the things that I, I feel like my actions um, really stem from my thoughts. Um, and, And so when I started to make those changes, uh, that led to repentance in other areas. Um, it led to like persevering and going after making those changes, like not quitting, not stopping at just one thing. I'm like, okay, so I changed this. What else can I change? What else can I grow in? And so as a result, like my whole mindset changed and I was able to be more daring. And so, um, The question I I asked myself um, this morning was, okay, Nicole, so what, what is next? Now that you've made these changes, you are doing these new things, 
what more do you want to do for God? Um, and so I, I had a list. I had to narrow it down to three to focus on because otherwise <laughs> I'll get like really um, overwhelmed if I think about too much all at once. So I made a list of three things that I want to do. Um, I want to establish an arts, media and sports ministry here in Tampa. So in our churches, our worldwide movement of churches, we have different ministries and the AMS or arts, media and sports is one of those ministries that um, uh, kind of like uh, it's a it's a home for um, creatives, people who are artists, people who are in the sports, people who um, musicians, you know, uh, directors you know just like all kinds of like artistic um areas so that's what i want i want that in tampa i want to see that in tampa because there are a lot of like creative people here and i really want to reach out to and save like fellow creatives and creators like like uh, i just i have like there's a there's a deep drive and and um, conviction on on really reaching people who are in the arts. Um, so yeah, establish an AMS ministry in Tampa, and I want to establish an entrepreneurs like Bible discussion group. I think that it is needed, um, not just in Tampa but all over. Um, just what I've learned in like my own like personal Bible studies, what I've been studying out over the years, um, even like seeing just how the state of the world is, um, I see that there's a need. There's a need for like people who are business owners and entrepreneurs there's a need to center one's business around god and it it sounds kind of like what do you mean you know but like if you hear me out it's if if our if businesses were centered around god if they put god first there would be no like um what's the word there wouldn't be um like a focus on profit over people's well-being like in the current circumstances like just what's going on right now like we're seeing spikes or increases of cases all around the world because people have opened businesses back up and it's like you know, I see signs everywhere, like I'm driving, um, you know, around, um, like if I'm coming like from work or something like that, I'll see signs that are like, oh, we've missed you so much. It's like, no, you didn't miss your people. I mean, probably like people who are working, you know, um, in, in like food service industries, like they like to be around people. I get that, you know, that, that makes sense. But Generally speaking, when I think of like a business, it's like, oh, we've missed you so much. Like, oh, oh, how are you? It's like you don't really care about people's well-being. You miss the the profit. That that's what you miss. And so, 
businesses are like, I've seen commercials even, like commercials are like, oh, you know, the world is opening back up again and why don't you buy this? It's like, what in the world? You know, like it's, there's a profit focus. There's not a concern for people's health and well-being. So that's what I mean. Like if there's a, a, a focus on God, like putting God first, all those things would like you would make adjustments your your business practices would be different because you're focusing on the person on the well-being of the person not on your pockets so i want to establish like a, a discussion group um of entrepreneurs of business owners like how can we apply god's word to our businesses um and thirdly i wanted to establish I want, not wanted, I want to establish a fashion company that is owned and operated by disciples. Um, And disciples is, uh, it's a term like that the Christians, like we use the term Christian today, but in biblical times, so the term was disciples. Disciples are students or followers of Jesus. They walk like Jesus. They, um, follow Jesus's example they uh it's it's really cool like if you're interested in learning what a disciple is um you know we can get into like a bible study feel free to reach out to me um email me and let me know um but it's really cool just like okay so I hope I made that clear disciples are are followers of Jesus so having a company that is owned and operated by disciples it's it kind of like ties back into like my second um like goal or or thing that i want to do um is making god first like making god the focus and i've noticed like you know as as a disciple i am a different person like i treat people differently than i did prior to when i was not a disciple prior to becoming a disciple like my, um, my attitude is different. Um, the things that I said, things that I did, how I handled situations, they all changed after I became a disciple because the Bible is now my standard. And so if, 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 if a company is, is owned and operated by disciples whose Bible is the standard, like the company would just be a completely different environment. It wouldn't be, you know, like sunshine all the time, you know, like there's going to be ups and downs as with any business. But generally speaking, like people, I think, would be taken care of. Um, There would be a lot more honesty, openness. There would be, um, you know, just uh, a... um, I'm trying to think of how to phrase it. There would be, I think, uh, less um, judgment for anyone who was more vulnerable with where they're at, with, you know, how they're feeling, what they're doing um, or how they're doing in their lives. I hope that makes sense. It's like the workplace would be a completely different workplace. It would be, I think, revolutionized. And so that's what I want to do. So... These are three things that I want to to see. The, these are the three things that I want to do for God. And so 
if I'm to be like Jesus, if I'm to be daring like him, my my actions would not stem from fear, but they would stem from being resolved in like whatever God has for my life, whatever God is doing in my life. And I would have a focus on God as well. So being resolved, whether or not these things are even um, for me to like start or do, you know, that's totally up to God. Like, I I don't think that they've been put on my heart for no reason, Um, but just being resolved and in that, in whatever God has, and then focusing on him and doing those two things, like following Jesus's example, um, I will see the victory. Jesus was able to go to the cross. He was able to overcome death. You know, he was able to give salvation to like millions of people, whoever wanted it. You know, it's not just for anyone. It's for who actually wants it. So I will see the victories like, um, yeah, so that's, that's, I'm excited. I'm excited. I mean, this is like, I've been studying out confidence and because it's something that I, I like, struggle with. So I'm really working on um, just having a different mindset of what confidence is in opposition to what fear is because I struggle with fear. Um, So it's like changing my mindset, how I think about these things. And so, um, yeah, so this is like, I guess, um, just a, a life entry of my study on confidence, you know, I just, um, so yeah, I'm excited. I am, um, grateful. Um, if you are, again, if you're interested in, in getting to a Bible study, if you are uh, looking for, um, you know, just a, a way to like really discuss scripture, talk about it, um, you know, get a deeper understanding of the word of God, uh, email me, uh, my information is in the co- uh, in the show notes and um, uh, the website to like the church as well. Um, but yeah, just thank you so much for for listening. I really hope this encouraged you and has helped you to um, be inspired to be more daring, um, to be less afraid to go after things and. Um, yeah, just more willing to, to use, no, to apply Jesus's like way of life to your own, like copy it and paste it to your life and have like amazing, like just transformation. I I just, I can't explain it. It's just it's been amazing. Um, so yeah, I I pray that this helped you. Super grateful for you listening and coming along this journey with me. I will talk to you next week on time, on time (laughs) for sure. All right. Bye.